everyone, and welcome to Behind the Numbers. I'm your host, Dave Bookbinder. I'm a senior director at Pine Hill Group, and this is the program where we dig a little bit deeper to understand what really matters most in business. I like to make analogies to the sports world because they're usually relatable, and in sports, everybody really understands the value that a coach contributes in getting the most out of their athletes for a whole host of reasons. And today, I'm pleased to welcome a coach who helps business executives get the most out of themselves and their teams and their companies. Please welcome Kelly Mirbot, who's the principal of You Loud and Clear. Kelly, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Dave. I'm uh, really excited to be here. My pleasure. Tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what is You Loud and Clear. So You Loud and Clear is a company I started in uh, 2009, and I did that after I got laid off. Um, and basically what we do is we focus on dismantling the ego to help make you a better leader. And what does that mean? Well, the ego is all the human parts of us. So it's the behaviors, the thoughts, the beliefs, the conditioning that we've been taught to believe and programmed to believe all our lives that sometimes shows itself in different forms and, and blocks our ability to be the best leader we can possibly be. So I go in and help dismantle the ego because I've been in pain the way some of these leaders are and I can relate to them because I'm going through it myself or I've been through it myself and I know how to help them. And we're going to unpack the dismantling the ego mm -hmm. concept in just a little bit, but let's kind of set the framework sure. for our viewers. Who are the kinds of folks that you typically might work with? Because I know you work with large companies, small mm -hmm. companies, everything in between. Yeah, I really don't um, look for a certain company size. I mean, my sweet spot, if we want to really get down to the numbers, is um, $10 million plus, 50 employees plus. but. I really look for a mindset, somebody who needs my help that's bringing a challenge that is open to this work because if you're not open, it doesn't make sense to work with me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really looking for somebody who wants to improve and wants to um, leverage their unique gifts and talents as a leader to make a positive impact on the world. All right, and let's just define leader and then mm -hmm. we can take the deeper dive. So yeah. is leader necessarily a business owner? or you're also working with folks in, we'll call them leadership roles in an mm -hmm. organization because leaders are everywhere. Right. They're not necessarily at the top of the org chart. I mean, the leader, a leader could be, you know, a housewife that becomes a CEO, you know, and that's, that's actually one of my clients, you know, her husband started a, a business and she was home raising four children and he said he couldn't do it anymore and she took over. So it really is, if you're leading in any form or fashion and you bring a challenge to me and I'm inspired by you, then, then I wanna work with you. That's what gets me excited. Gotcha, and what can someone expect when they're working with you? Like what kind of a process would you put them through? You know, really, they are my process. Um, so, you know, typically it's a 12-month engagement and we, we work on shifting your mindset, you know, to whatever you want um, that to be. And it, it's really, um, it's taking whatever is blocking you, which is typically pain, the noise of the ego, um, that is, is preventing you from getting where you need to be. So. Um, I, I really look for somebody who just needs my help and then the process is paced out by them and paced out by me, but you know, I do have a, a toolkit of things that I use, including um, the exercises I've gone through with my own coach, Katharina Gorman. You know, 
I don't, I don't do anything, um, or excuse me, I don't ask my clients to do anything I won't do myself. And, you know, um, I, I let them, they're my curriculum. So I use the tools I have access to, but, you know, it's not a set format. It's just whatever they need, I meet them where they're at. I just want to touch on one thing that you just said. So you're sure. a coach, but you feel the need to have a coach yourself. Correct. And that's about being authentic and also getting uh, what basically you're trying to provide for others as well. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can tell you, and I, I think I told you before the interview, two months ago I was in a ton of pain. You know, um, we were in the process of losing our house. Um, my business was was on life support. You know, my, my husband and I were having a lot of challenges in our marriage. Um, my relationship with my father did not exist. Um, and I had the good fortune to have somebody like Katharina O'Gorman, who is, is founded the Think Love Alliance and the Quest model, um, reach out to me and say, I, I heard you cry out in pain and I, I need your, you need my help and I'm only guided to work with the people that you know I'm guided to work with and I'd like to work with you. Um, and I got on the phone with her and she said to me, you know, we're going to help dismantle your ego so that you are not projecting, um, you're not using and abusing yourself anymore, projecting that energy out and attracting people who are using and abusing you. And that's, that's exactly it. You know, I mean, that's, that's the end of it. I mean, we talked earlier, um, Dave, about, you know, how this is not woo woo. This is science backed, you know, your mind is what creates your reality, you know, and if you're allowing your pea-sized intellect to drive the vehicle of your life, meaning your body, then you're, you're missing out on, on true limitless potential, you know? I mean, and we talked about Einstein talking about everything is energy. Right, and we're going to get into that because, yeah. as you know, the audience is largely the business community. Yeah. So, and a lot of them are in the what I call the deal ecosystem. So yep. it's attorneys, it's investment bankers, right. it's private equity folks, it's accountants. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, we've all grown up in the business world. I think everybody watching has experienced someone with the ego. The mm -hmm. ego arrives 15 minutes before the person walks in the room. <laughs> you know exactly what we're talking mm -hmm. about and what that feels like. Mm -hmm. And it's almost in, in, ingrained in your mind coming up into the business world that the ego is a very important aspect of being successful in mm -hmm. business. How do you react to that? I don't agree. I disagree. I mean, uh, everything I told you was the before, you know, the after in terms of relating it to my life. You know, Katharina came in, we're starting to heal because the ego is really, it's, it's the mask that we put on to heal the wounds that, that we're, you know, that are, we're trying to cover, but always come out in some form or fashion, whether it's, you know, abusing the t your team, whether it's um, abusing your body, whether it's, um, you know, abusing your mind, whatever that is, it's it's a mask for the pain we're feeling underneath, you know, and and more often than not, that ego is is, is a defense mechanism. Um, and I would say that that, you know, the concept of the ego is is not this self-confidence thing. That's what I think that's what you're referring to. Really what it is, is it's the behaviors, it's the beliefs, it's the concepts that cause us to act out. So and when I say act out, I mean like the, 
the liar, the colluder, the you know pleaser, the controller. The, I mean, we all have 41 distinctions of our ego, and you know, I I had those things too. And fast forward to today, you know, I have three to four leads coming into my business without even pursuing them. Um, I have, I mean, I got three speaking engagements last week, um, you know, without going after them. It's just about how you show up and who you're being guiding what you're doing, if that makes sense. Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, we've only got a couple of minutes before we sure. have to take a break. So at this moment, why don't you tell the audience how they can get in contact with you if they'd like to work with you or learn more? Absolutely. Um, so you can just call me. My number is 757-262-8329 um, or go to kellymirabot.com and that's K-E-L-L-Y-M-E-E-R-B-O-T-T.com and just reach out. Um, if you're in pain, you know, which let's look at it. We're the most over addicted, overweight, out of shape, stressed out adult core cohort in history. I know a lot of people are in pain and they're masking it. I can help with that. Right. What do you see typically when you're you're working with a leader, a CEO, what have you? What what's is there a, a prevalent theme that you see right out of the box that just recognize? Yeah, it's the it's uh, again it's a function of the ego. It's what I call the not enoughs, not smart enough not young enough, not old enough, not experienced enough. I mean, it's, and again, that's all your mind telling you. People think they're their mind. They think they're their thoughts and they're not. And one of the things I love that Katharina says to me all the time is, who is that listening to your thoughts? Yeah, it's you. Who, who is that? That's the true you, right? That's that quiet wisdom that is masked by all this noise of, you should be, you know, uh, let's just blonde haired, blue eyed, five foot eight, 145 pounds, driving a BMW with a house on the main line, a house on the shore, two kids in private school. I mean, these are all concepts and beliefs that we've bought into as a way to mask our own pain. You know, when really maybe you want to be, I don't know, a five foot tall brunette who doesn't want kids and wants to run her own business. I mean, again, that's a that's a very bad analogy, but it's it's this conditioning that that we've been programmed to buy into our entire lives that we're we're dismantling, you know, and again, I work from a space of of where I know and I can tell you that the amount of pain that I was in, you know, was not making me a good coach. It was not bringing the people into my practice that I wanted. It was not bringing the opportunities in that I wanted. And I'm a big believer in healing yourself, you know, feeling to heal because hurt people hurt people. You know, you talk about the ego coming in the, the door before somebody else, you know, it's, it's really they're leading with that hurt or they're leading with that ego so you can't get close to them because they're in so much pain underneath. Yeah. And if you are aware and you're behaving in a manner that's consistent with the, the program that you help your, your mm -hmm. clients work through, that gives them the tools then to walk into that room where they're surrounded by other egos and they can be successful? Yes. You know, it's, it's really about bringing, I mean, one of the first things Katharina did with me was an ego map. And it was, how does my ego manifest itself? You know, what kind of behaviors? How am I speaking, um, thinking, and acting things? And once you're aware, you start to understand like, okay, I'm behaving like this. And there are certain physical sensations and emotions that arise with that, right? So for me, you know, if I'm 
I don't know, like I did an interview recently where I was feeling puffed up. I wasn't feeling connected with myself the way I am now. You know, I felt like I had to overinflate my ego to get everybody to, to like me. And it's, that's not it. You know, it's, it has nothing to do with that because we're, we're born with this, you know, innate sense of who we are. It's just all of these beliefs and concepts that are put on side of it. So we can't hear ourselves. Yeah. And a lot of what we do in the business world is we've got to qualify ourselves for a client or a prospect. Right. And you know, some of that is inherently ego driven, right? Right. It absolutely is. I mean, it's, it's the posturing. It's the, you know, we talked about it before. It's, you know, when you're, when you're not in ego, you don't have to strive. You don't have to posture. You don't have to prove yourself. It just is, you know, I mean, things come into my life in ease and grace. I mean, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, I just secured a client. This came through the work that I did with Katharina. Um, he's the CEO, um, third generation CEO of a manufacturing company in King of Prussia. And he interviewed tons and tons and tons of, of coaches and he picked me and I really didn't do anything. I didn't strive, I just showed him and talked to him and, and started out saying, listen, we're gonna dismantle your ego and this is gonna be intense and here's how I know it's so fulfilling because in my own life I've done it. You know, it's kind of like, I think that's so important for coaches because if you were to go to a surgeon and the surgeon said, Dave, before I put you on the table, I just want to read this textbook. Oh, wait, you've never done surgery before? Well, well, no, but I have this book. It's, it's really good. How can you teach from a place, especially with coaching where it's so experiential, how can you teach without knowing what you're teaching and really understanding and embodying it? You know. Gotcha. We've got to take a quick commercial break. So okay. don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Behind the Numbers with my guest, Kelly Mirbot. Shelter dogs aren't broken. They've simply experienced more life. If they were human, we would call them wise. They would be the ones with tales to tell and stories to write. The ones dealt a bad hand who responded with courage. Do not pity a shelter dog. Adopt one. Say we've got grit, and we'll take it as a compliment. Because it's our uncommon drive, our spark within, that brings us together and sets us apart. We are temple made. And when others take shortcuts, when others take breaks, when others take the easy way, we take charge. I work 13 hours a day, six days a week. So when I'm off the clock, I gotta get stuff done. 
So when I need a snack, I need something healthy, tasty, and easy to eat. Like wonderful pistachios without the shells. They're protein powered, delicious, and great on the go. And that's perfect for me. Thanks, Liz. A woman without a lot of time. Whether you're a gourmet cook or just want to eat like one, visit Rostelli Market Fresh, your home for the freshest locally sourced ingredients to please everyone who loves great food. Our organic meats, quality seafood, and free-range poultry are cut fresh to order. Chefs create culinary-inspired prep foods made fresh every day, which pair nicely with our vast selection of fine wines and spirits. Choose from handmade pastas, artisan cheeses, organic produce, and grocery items, all from the finest purveyors. Rostelli Market Fresh, from our family to yours. RVN TV is a platform for people of any industry to share their story. Over 285,000 viewers are tuning in to RVN TV shows monthly. We guarantee a great experience that you'll be sharing with everyone you know while increasing your personal and company's brand awareness. But what is your brand? According to Forbes, it's a combination of your logo, your product, your design and feel, and your personality. Did you know that aside from being a guest, we offer even more opportunity to boost your brand? Adding your company logo and website on screen during your interview will allow viewers to recognize your brand instantly. Incorporating images and video clips is another great way to showcase your product during your live segment. Let viewers see how good you really are. And most importantly, there's you and your interview. For less than the cost of a newspaper, direct mail, or a magazine ad, you can leave our studio and within 48 hours have a permanent digital copy of your live segment to link to your social media, embed into your company website, or use in email marketing. Investing in your brand is so very important, and we can't wait to have you as a guest. Welcome back to Behind the Numbers. I'm Dave Bookbinder, and today I'm talking with Kelly Mirabot of You Loud and Clear. And before the break, we talked about a lot of things that, um, candidly, and we're going to keep this real. We talked about this, and we yeah. agreed. Um, candidly, a lot of folks who may be watching might feel that the, the concepts that you're speaking of are kind of woo-woo. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you, as I just said to you at commercial break 18 months ago, I would have dismissed you as woo-woo and mm -hmm. not really taking any of this stuff seriously, mm -hmm. but uh, I've done some work around this and I'm starting to understand and, and getting some enlightenment about that. Um, and there's a lot of folks out there who could benefit from these kinds of conversations, mm -hmm. but because of ego or whatever, maybe they're limited and not being able to do that. But I know what resonates with the audience is KPIs, numbers. Right. You know, we talk about going behind the numbers because that's where the magic happens mm -hmm. and deals a lot. But let's flip the script a little bit and sure. let's get into the numbers and, and, and talk about because you've had the experience where your clients have um, experienced increased profitability, mm -hmm. engagement, the KPIs that our viewers want to hear about. So why don't you talk about that so that they can understand that this stuff really is real and it matters. Yeah, and I'll give you I'll give you two stories. I'll give you one for myself and then I'll give you one from my, my coach, Katharina O'Gorman. Um, so my fir the first one that I can tell you is that 
you know, um, I had a client right now who, you know, was so far down in their ego that sh they were coming home and just really um, being abusive to their spouse, not physically, but emotionally and verbally, which sometimes can be worse, um, was abusing herself, you know, with drink and drugs and all that stuff. And, um, you know, her, she was just stressed out and then her, her brother committed suicide. And she came to me and um, was in a huge amount of pain. And, you know, that's the ego, you know, trying to create separation, saying you have to do it on your own, rub some dirt on it, kid, and just move along, you know. And we worked on really healing. And she's in commercial real, real estate. And um, what's happened is her deals have tripled um, in, in like three short months. Um, she just got promoted to handle um, and create a woman's group within her organization. Um, she has just become a better, better mother, a better leader. She just realized that um, she doesn't always need to be at the beck and call of her job. She can really enjoy life, you know. Um, and I mean, I mean, talk about profitability. I think she's she's like thirty percent up from her goals this this um, this quarter. So. And then an even more tangible one, my coach, Katharina Gorman, she has a client um, out of California, huge developer, huge developer. I mean, if I said his name, you would know, but I want to respect his privacy. Um, when he came to her, he was about to lose $3 million in a deal. They worked together intensely for a month, and um, he basically got another deal that was, I think it was like $8 million. So it covered, it covered the loss plus. I mean, this is not woo-woo. It is everything, you know, and a leader, I mean, it's, it's amazing. If you, if you Google ego, you'll see books called Ego is the Enemy. You'll see an article from Harvard Business Review, how ego is the enemy of leadership. I mean, this is not, this is not some fly-by-night kind of like snake oil. This is everything, you know, and the scariest thing for people today is to feel that is what people are so scared of. You know, that's why it's, you know, overscheduling, overworked, uh, you know, I mean, I could go on and on, overcommitted. I mean, it's all of these things that are, again, masking the pain. And one of the things that Katharina has taught me is you have to feel to heal. You know, sit there and feel it feel it. You're not going to die. You know, but we think, oh my God, we're in so much pain. What's wrong with us? Where's, where's, where's a drink? Where's, you know, several partners that I can hop into bed with? Where's, where's the latest drug? Um, let me over-exercise. Let me shop. And, and there is no judgment about that because, you know, I've done all of those things. I have done all of those things. I've been that person, you know, and, and this is intense work, but it's the most fulfilling work because, when you walk in and you are truly confident, and, and I, I always say it's kind of like, um, you don't have to s walk around saying, I'm confident, I'm com people can just feel it from you. Yeah. You know, it, that's a leader you wanna trust. That's somebody you wanna follow. That's somebody that, you know, people will fight over to work for. I mean, uh, I'll give you another example, and this was before I was doing ego work, but it's a perfect example of it. I had a, a client in Virginia, it was a $10 million medical practice, specialty eye care. This, this, the CEO brought me in to work with the COO, um, and she said, I don't know what's going on with her, but our level of attrition is like 45% in that department. 
The challenge was her department was all the techs that supported the doctors in surgery. So if you're constantly losing techs and you have to kind of keep training them, I mean, you know, ROI, return on you know, investment of people. People are your most valuable. If you're losing money constantly like that, how can you make a profit? So I remember sitting across, she was across her desk from me and she had her hands crossed in front of her like this, like, oh my God, my boss is making me see a coach, like, you know, whatever it exactly. is, right? What's wrong with me? Am I broken? And I said, so how are things going? She's like, they're great. I'm in the middle of a very violent divorce. And I was like, okay. And she said, you know, he's the kind of man that does damage to hotel rooms and, um, you know, cheated on her taxes. So the IRS was absconding with her, not absconding, but taking out, um, what do you call it? They, they take out funds from your, you know yeah, what I mean, from your wages. paycheck. Yeah. yeah. Garner your paycheck. Thank you. I'm sorry. I was thinking too fast. And, um, she said, but I'm fine. And I was like, you seem really angry to me. And literally with that one statement, with that one gentle statement of seeing who she was behind this whole mask, this posturing, made her cry. You know, and I said, listen, I, I just met you. And if I'm energetically noticing that, you know, and using my intuition to see that you're in pain, what do you think your team is, is feeling? And, and to go by the numbers, let's go yeah. by the numbers, you know, everybody in that organization got salary bumps and um, bonuses based on their quarterly reviews. She hadn't done them in 18 months for 49 people. So my, my response to that is your next assignment is to sit down with every single one of them, no agenda, which freaked her out, and just say, how are you, and shut up. Just shut up and listen, just listen. You know, that's something else we don't do with each other um, today. She did that, you know, three months later, everybody's evaluation was done. By the end of the year, they beat their $10 million budget by $5 million, you know, and their level of attrition went down to 10%. So you wanna talk about woo-woo, airy-fairy, this not being real, there's nothing more real than that. Yeah, no question. You know. Thank you. Uh, that that definitely should resonate. One of the things you alluded to at, at the at the beginning of your your talk there was um, this this idea about doing it yourself. Yeah. A lot of leaders feel that if they don't have all the answers, that they're weak in some fashion. Mm -hmm. Collaboration oftentimes is shut down because of that fear or that ego. Mm -hmm. um, in in just a, the few minutes that we have left here, we've got about five left. Can you talk a little bit about? why leaders should be thinking more collaboratively and what that really means in terms of developing their teams. Yeah, um, so first of all, that's a function of the ego. That's a distinction. I talked to you about that before. It's called the know-it-all. And there's nobody more know-it-all than me. I mean, so, you know, I, I, I recognize myself and others. And it's so important to heal yourself so you're not projecting and leading with that energy. You know, it's... Um, I would say that you don't have to do it yourself. That's your pea-sized intellect telling you that you need to do that. You don't need to do that. I mean, I, I don't do that and I'm a solopreneur. You know, I, I try to reach out and, and have people who are supporting me and to foster collaboration, you have to be securing yourself first and you have to be whole. I mean, right now we're walking around like a bunch of broken people. I mean, you turn on the news, you get 
you have trauma, you it's fear-based thinking that is driving a lot of things today. You know, and what I'm talking about is coming from a more creative, collaborative mindset, and that's who you really are at your core, which is which is love, you know, it's, it's you're, you're a loving being. I mean, babies were born with two fears, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Everything else is learned. So the work I do with you is really to unlearn all those things, find out where your ego is showing up in your awareness and basically dismantling that. So how does that relate to collaboration? Um, you know, if you don't have that blocking your way, imagine what's possible. Right. So again, in the spirit of keeping it real and calling you out on woo-woo stuff, yeah. where is the room for love in business? Oh my gosh, there's so much room for love in business. I mean, that's the, that's the only way to do business, in my opinion. I mean, corporate America is, is the one of the biggest drivers in our, in our country. And, you know, let's look at all of the people that, um, okay, I'll give you a perfect example. Todd Carmichael, who's the CEO of La Colombe, former client of mine. He is one of those people who puts his money where his mouth is. And when all of those people were stuck in um, the airports, um, th I forget, remember when the, um, the lawyers from the ACLU came out and all that stuff? He um, allowed all of the people who were immigrants in his business to use the company lawyers if they were having problems to donate to the ACLU. I mean, that's a perfect example of love. And, and you look at La Colombe, I mean, it's, it's over a $500 million a year company. You know, he's in every Whole Foods. That's a perfect example of love on fire. You know, I mean, if we had more empathy, if we had more, um, you know, put your phones down and connect, you know, th those are, that's really where, what business is about. And I'm telling you, it, it contributes so much to the bottom line, not only in my own life, but in my clients' lives and in the life of, you know, my coach, I keep talking about her, but she, you know, former Olympic athlete, she makes seven figures a year, you know, and this is, she, she travels all around the world. I mean, this is not, you want numbers, there are numbers, you know? I paid her $33,000 out of my own pocket to invest in this. That's how much I believe in this work. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's one year of tuition at, at, you know, any of these colleges. Well, maybe not Drexel, but um, anyway, it's just, it's that important. It's the next level of iteration. And I don't I don't know what else to say, but it's it's so important to focus on, on making yourself a, a grounded leader. Uh, great example. Todd is definitely an inspiration. Yeah, I've had the pleasure of meeting him and chatting with him and uh, great guy. So a great story. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Oh, so no. it went really quick. Just real fast, tell people how they can contact you one more time and then sure. we'll sign off. So just go to kellymirabot.com. It's K-E-L-L-Y-M-E-E-R-B-O-T-T.com. Thanks so much for thank sharing you. your views with our audience. And thank you for watching Behind the Numbers. We will see you again next time. Until then, be well.